Welcome to the Rent to Rent Success Podcast, the only podcast entirely dedicated to helping you achieve rent to rent success. We talk about the ethical way to get you started in property without buying it. This is our place to inspire each other to believe bigger, to be bolder, and to be game changers for good. Property investors and sisters Stephanie and Nikki Taylor are your guides on this exciting ride. Let's start up the engines and get ready to fly. Hello, hello, hello. It's Stephanie here. Welcome to episode 15 of Ask the Angels, where we answer your rent to rent questions. So if you have a question that you would love us to answer, go to renttorentsuccess.com slash askask and record your question for me to answer right here. Just like Monica did, Monica asked a great question, which I'm going to play for you now. Hello, Stephanie and Nikki. Um, I hope you are well. Um, my name is Monica, and I'm a owner of a Latin and estate agency. Um, I've come across your YouTube channel and this podcast, and I thought that I'll ask you one question. Uh, so we recently um, had a, a client who has offered to make a, a rent-to-rent um, a business uh, on the property that we are currently managing for our client. Um, and I am uh, wondering... Um, Say if, if a worst case scenario would happen and we would need to end this, uh, this agreement with this company, um, which I assume it wouldn't be as hard, but what about the tenants who would be already introduced by, by uh, this company? They would be on ASD. So how would this work um, if this, this, te- um, if this uh, company-led agreement would be finished with this company? Um, who would be then ultimately responsible for possessions? Who would take on all of the costs, you know, of the court proceedings if they would um, be required? Um, would it be down to this company? Uh, would it be down to us? Um, you know, ultimately, who should be blamed? I think that this um, this may be a question uh, good maybe for others too. So I'm really looking forward to your response. Take care. You're doing a very uh, good job. Uh, keep it up. Bye. So that's a great Hello, question. Stephanie and Nikki. Um, I hope you are well. Uh- I do apologize. A bit of a mishap there. But that's a great question, isn't it, from Monica? I nearly gave you the question twice. But what you can hear there is Monica is a letting agent. So she is interested in working with a rent-to-rent business. Uh, because she can see the benefits for herself as the letting agent, having someone who's going to look after everything at the HMO property, make sure that everything's handled. And Monica will still be getting paid her monthly commission as well. So she can see the benefits for herself. And she's asking, but what happens if it all goes wrong? So great question. And I'm going to answer it for you today. So if you did need to end the agreement, Monica, you're quite right in what you say, that it would be simpler than ending an AST, an assured shorthold tenancy agreement with a normal tenant. The reason is because if you're ending the agreement because the rent-to-rent business is not meeting their obligations under the contract. So let's say, for example, that they're not paying you the rent that they said that they would pay you. 
then yes, it's much simpler process than if you have a tenant on an AST. It's simple contract law and you'll be able to regain possession of that property. Um, If you needed to end the agreement for another reason, you can simply negotiate with the rent-to-rent company. Um, And the rent-to-rent company can then either return the property to you either with the tenants or empty, whichever you want. The contract you have with the rent-to-rent company will determine which it is. And it will be as per your agreement. With our landlords that we work with, we're a rent-to-rent company, we work with landlords, and we offer either option. So if a landlord prefers vacant possession, We can help the tenants move on to other properties. And if not, we can leave the tenants in place. For the properties, what we find is our landlords always want to renew with us. We haven't had any yet who've asked for their properties back. We have had some properties where we've elected to return the properties to the landlords. So we've decided to return the uh, properties to the landlords and, you know, giving the correct notice and everything according to our contract. And the landlords have wanted to keep the tenants in place. Uh, Some, you know, so it it will vary. You may not want the tenants in place. Many landlords do want the tenants in place. So if you're if you if the property is coming back to you, Monica, as a letting agent, you're taking the property back with tenants on. Then, as you know from other times, you'll need to serve a combined section three and section 48 notification. And this notification is to notify the tenants of the change in management and the new name, address, and rent payment details. It's it's required by law that you do that within two months of taking over the management of the property. So you asked about, or, or also you need to do that if you buy a property, but here we're talking about managing properties. You asked about what happens to the AST already in place for each tenant that you've now taken over. The AST that the tenant has, I know, Monica, as a letting agent, you might know some of this already. So I'm going to explain this for everyone else listening. So you asked about what happens to the AST already in place for each tenant. And That AST that's already in place for each tenant remains in place for the tenant. You know, the government protects tenants quite rightly. So the AST remains in place. What you can do, though, is you can issue your own AST. We like to wait a moment. We like to wait a while to do that. We want to make sure that the tenants that we've inherited are ones that we want to keep. So once we've decided that, we will then ask the tenant to sign our new AST and then our new AST comes into force nullifying the old AST, that's Assured Shorthold Tenancy Agreement. So when you take over a property with tenants, you take the tenants on their existing ASTs. What you can then do if you don't agree with the AST or you've got changes you want to make is ask tenants to sign your new AST. And that's a simple process there. Now, tenants don't have don't have to sign your new AST. 
they can choose. But most tenants we have found who want to stay on with you in the property will sign your new AST. In fact, we haven't had any tenants who've said, I'm not signing your new AST. We've had some tenants who were due to move on anyway when we were taking over and they've chosen to do that. So we've said, okay, well, we don't need you to sign the new AST if you're moving on. Then if you don't want to keep the tenants on, there may be tenants who, uh, for various reasons, you don't want to keep on. So with them, what we like to do is negotiate a voluntary agreement for them to leave. But we will go through the normal eviction process and um, serve a Section 21 notice just as a backup in case they don't stick to their word. But what we found is we're able to make agreements where people will move on and it's as good for them to move on as it is for us. And so we found that having those voluntary agreements for tenants to move on in a way that feels good for both sides is the best way to go because it's much, much quicker, as you know, than the normal eviction process. So what I've talked about there is when everything goes well. But we know that sometimes things don't go well in life. Let's say the arrangement between you and the rent-to-rent business ends acrimoniously. And in that case, you're asking who is responsible for overseeing and paying for evicting any tenants. And the answer is, this would be whoever is bound under the contract to do so. So if the rent to rent business is banned under the contract to return the property to you empty and they do not meet their obligations under the contract, you would need to pursue them separately for any unpaid rent or claims for court costs, just like you would for any normal tenant. When the property is returned to you as a letting agent, you would continue continue under your own contract with the landlord and typically typical letting agent contracts with landlords say that the letting agent manages the eviction process and they say that the landlord pays for it so this would be whatever is written into the contract with the landlord so in this case you need to evict the tenants if that's what you wanted to do If that's what's in your contract with your landlord, the fees for that would be paid according to the contract with your landlord. So usually, as I say, it would be your landlord who paid. And then you or the landlord can pursue the rent-to-rent business for any cost due to their breach of contract. So in summary, Monica, the rent-to-renter's obligation at the end of the contract will depend on what's in the contract. And the contract will state whether the property is to be returned to you empty or with tenants. So I hope that was clear. If you've got any follow-up questions, Monica, do reach out and ask me. Just go, as you did before, to renttorentsuccess.com slash ask. And I would love to hear from you and answer any other questions that you have. So I hope that was really useful for you listening. It's It's great to see how many more letting agents are wanting to partner with rent-to-rent businesses. It can be such an amazing partnership for both sides. 
And if you're new with us today and you're wondering a little bit confused about rent to rent or a little bit confused about how to get started with rent to rent, the ethical way to make money from properties you don't own, then do check out our free rent to rent success guide. And we've also got a 90 minute masterclass there. And it's at rent to rent success.com slash guide, G-U-I-D-E. That's all for now. I'll see you next time on Ask the Angels. See you soon. Thank you so much for being with me here today. If you would like more, we've written the number one best-selling book on Rents to Rent. You can find it at rentstorentsuccess.com slash book. Reviewers on Amazon have described it as the best Red to Rent HMO book and also as a definitive reference guide and inspirational. Take your next step today and buy the book. You can find it at rent2rentsuccess.com slash book. And I'll see you again next time. Until then, remember, believe bigger. Be bolder. Be a game changer.